Welcome to episode 128. I'm Sabrina Lynn and this is Rewilding. Short and sweet intro to this exploration. It is Rebel Self. Why we want to open up to Rebel Self. The huge gifts that come with Rebel Self and how it really helps us to come into our authentic selves, our true selves, and to live from that place. And then we go into instinctual self, which takes us into shadow work, the beautiful gifts of shadow work, why we want to, um, what was the word we used in there? Um, integrate these lost parts of self, integrate these repressed parts of self, we talk about the amount of energy that it takes for us to keep parts of self at bay. And hopefully in this conversation, it will not only give you things to think about, but it will give you access points to start to feel into rebel self, to start to really embrace and love shadow self, hidden parts of self. And what happens in our beings is this congruency and this aliveness and this authentic, almost a coming home. It feels like a coming home for many. That's the words that they'll use is, oh my God, I'm coming home. I'm, I'm coming home. Um, okay, also released today, the day that this podcast is coming out, is our Lilith retreat. It has been years in the making. Lilith is keeper of these two aspects. Lilith is guardian of these two doors. Really a shadow worker, really opens the door to primal, instinctual, animal self, our shadow world, that which is hidden, that which is repressed. And she also opens the door to our capacity to be rebellious in a way that serves, in a way that serves us and serves all of those around us. So if that's of interest to you, you'll find links if you go to rewildingforwomen.com slash 128. So if you go to our website, you go to that podcast number, you will see links to the Lilith retreat. Also, she'll be on our website. So just rewildingforwomen.com. She'll be in the online programs section um, if you head over there. So, all right, um, just a huge amount of love and just sending you like good Lilith juju for your journey into this podcast today. Why the hell would you want to work with rebel self energy, like that deep inner rebel energy? And why would you want to work with instinctual energy? And maybe even what the hell is that? So I want to talk about that. Um, but during the conversation, I invite you to go through this, be with this in the way that most serves. So for some it's chatting, it's commenting, for some it's watching live and then even listening to the podcast later or watching on YouTube later. Um, just really dive into this in the way that feels the best for you. All right, so today <coughs> I'm filming. I'm filming a workshop that is the fifth part of a 12 part program. So five parts in, five weeks in of 12 weeks in. And what arises in this exploration, it's experiential, it's big energy, it's opening up to hidden places within self, it's shadow work, it's um, liberating work, it's reclamation work, it's 
work that takes us closer and closer toward true self, like true, like true authentic self without social norms, keeping us small or hidden or all of those things. And <laughs> what came about were these two aspects of self was working with this aspect of self that is, that is rebel, this aspect of self that is our rebellious nature and the importance of it. And for those of you who are live, or even if you're watching on YouTube later or podcast, leave a comment. Like what is a gift of your rebellious nature? Just this right now, like I know my rebellious nature is what got me here. It, it, it's, it, if I didn't have a strong inner rebel, I would be groomed, I was being groomed to be matriarch of my family, right? So I would be like taking over the family job that my grandmother had her whole life. I would be living in Wisconsin. I would definitely not have moved to Australia. I would not have studied shamanic practices, energetic healing practices. I would not have gone into archetypal experiential embodying. I would not have ever founded rewilding if I did not have a deep relationship to my inner rebel. And so just for you in this moment, um, I love this, um, <clears throat> the freedom to love in the moment. I love that. So just feeling into whether you have a strong inner rebel, a strong connection, a big healthy relationship to your inner rebel, or you're like, I don't even know if my inner rebel talks. Just feeling into gift of inner rebel or gift you see in another being who has a great relationship to their rebel. And then, so I'm going to share just a couple more of these because I think they're so beautiful. Um, <laughs> Barbara, I was born rebellious. Was literally writing freedom from restrictions when I saw this. Um, Heidi, hi from Wisconsin. Leona, I would be a doctor. Uh, same, same here. I was on that path too. Um, giant breakthroughs, curiosity. Um, I'm just going to let... Um, <clears throat> Okay, so this is what also arose in this um, particular exploration with inner rebel. <laughs> There's two things that are jumping into my mind. <laughs> uh, where do we go first? Oh, I can't not go there. Okay, so let me dive into this part first. What came clear? We worked this entire hour-long exploration working with inner rebel and then going a layer deeper into instinctual self. And if those of you who know women who run with the wolves, that book talks a lot about instinctual self, instinctual self. So whether you're um, more identified with feminine or more identified with masculine, does, or you're identified equally with both, doesn't matter. We have an instinctual self and it's often operating in the background and we don't hear it and we don't know it. And so to consciously work with instinctual self is beautiful. But here's what um, came about. We do an hour of working rebel self, instinctual self. And then in the lecture, which is what follows and to try to bring mind food to what are deeply experiential practices, Lilith, <laughs> Lilith weaves in and goes basically uh, expressing 
Lilith as an archetypal energy going, I am rebel self. I am instinctual self. I bring you to these places. And so for those of you who have worked with me or elsewhere with archetypal energies and you've worked with the Lilith archetypal energy, you will know, right? If you've worked deeply with her, not surface level, read the myth and call it a day, but if you've really worked with those energies within yourself, because we all have them, it's just kind of where they're at in us, um, but you will know that she gifts us this amazing relationship to our our inner rebel, to our rebel self. She gifts us that relationship. She strengthens that capacity in us and opens that door and awakens that door so that we have the courage, we have the stamina, we have the discernment to be able to rebel against that which keeps us from our full authentic true selves. Because we have to. If, I will argue this with anyone, anyone, who is on the path of full soul expression, anyone who is on the path of full expression of self, full true expression of self, at some point you will have to rebel against society. You will have to rebel against family patterns. You will have to rebel against all of the expectations that have been placed on you. You will have to rebel against your own fairy tale fantasies of what's right, what's wrong, what's good, what's bad, who's acceptable, who's not acceptable. You have to. You have to, if, if you're going to walk that path of really opening up to fullness of self, of, of true soul, authentic self, we have to, we, we absolutely have to. There is this in many, 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 many um, shamanic traditions, in many old cultures, <coughs> there is this <laughs> rites of passage that takes place, like a ritual, a rite of passage, and it can be in many different forms, but a rite of passage where you basically, you cut the cords between you and your mother, your father, your family, you have to. That is a rite of passage coming into maturation, coming into adulthood is, and in that is that allowing of the rebellious nature in a loving, supported way. Now imagine how different your fucking life would be if we had that in our society. Imagine, right? If my family would have gone when I turned whatever age we want to say, I'll just say 18 because it's an American age, 18, you're suddenly an adult and whatever. But if at 18 they would go, okay, now this is your rite of passage. This is you cutting the cords from all of our expectations, every expectation your father placed on you, your mother placed on you, the society's placing on you, your school system's placing on you, your friends have placed on you, cultural norms, what you read in a magazine, what you're watching on TV, what's good, what's bad. What if you were given that ritual? What if you were given that space, loving space, to just rip apart everything that's not true, everything that's not you? What if? Imagine that, that's Lilith, that's Lilith. That's the gift of working in Lilith archetypal energy is it's a rite of passage. It's a rite of passage. It's awakening the rebellious nature in us, not resentful rebellious nature, not retaliating rebellious nature, right? It opens up truth truth, but gives us strength and gives us capacity 
right? To give ourselves what most of our societies and most of our families don't give us. They do not give us that. They do not encourage us to cut those cords. They do not encourage us to mature. They do not encourage us to feel into our true nature. They do not encourage us to follow our hearts. What they do is in high school, you get to take a quiz around what you're good at, and then you get sent down a fucking career path that is not at all what is in your core, not at all what is in your heart, not at all how your soul wants to express in this life, at all. And then we spend the rest of our lives right? Trying to peel off the layers, trying to figure out what is even true. I mean, how many of us, if you're live or if you're watching a replay on YouTube, leave a comment if you can relate, hands up, leave an emoji, put a heart down or something. If you can relate to, I actually sometimes can't even feel what's fucking true. I actually can't, sometimes I, I can't even hear my inner self think. I get in a situation and I don't even know what's true for me. Or I look back and I go, wow, did I compromise myself? How does that happen? Right? How have we not developed, been taught by our elders, been taught by our communities, by our family systems, by, by wise ones? Where, where are the wisdom keepers in our societies? Where are they? Where are they to show us to show us how to even create that connection to true, authentic self so that we don't compromise, so that we don't live someone else's lives. And we wake up at 45 and we go, whose fucking life am I living here? I am eking my way through every day. I have zero passion. I have zero energy because the whole goddamn thing is wrong. Now I know I'm going to extremes. I know I'm going to extremes, but can you relate? in a tiny little way to that. It doesn't have to be compromising your whole life, although that can oftentimes be the case, is when we start this journey of coming into radical truth of self and really going like, oh, wow, I've created some things that I actually only created because this is just what my family does. This is just what was expected of me. This is just what society told me to do. This is what looks good on paper. This is what I was told would make me happy. This is what I thought would make me happy. And it's fucking not. It's fucking not. That's when it's time to work with Lilith or an energy that can take you into those places. That's when it's time to start to uncover the false shit, to start to open up to the inner rebel, right? To start to, and healthy, I'm not talking about rebel just to be a dickhead rebel and fuck off everything, but it's to give you healthy discernment. It's to give you that strength to stand up against the external pressures, to stand up and to really cultivate this capacity to go, you know what? Don't need the good opinion of others. Don't need the bad opinion of others. None of that affects me. I am esteemed from soul. I am esteemed from somewhere deep within. And I don't need, I don't need external validation. I don't need you to tell me I'm a good girl. I don't need you to tell me I'm a good boy. I don't need you to tell me those things. I don't need you to tell me those things. <laughs> so can you tell that Lilith <laughs> retreat has launched for us today. <laughs> um, so that's the big news that I want to share here in our space, whether you're on the podcast, YouTube channel, or here is we've been talking about this for weeks is saying Lilith is coming. Lilith is coming. The Lilith retreat is coming. It's coming. I promise it's coming. It's here. It's here. She is here. She is 
roaring in all of her glory. She is liberating in all of her wildness. She is here. So um, I know that the team is here on the live. If you've seen um, Malia or if you've seen Leona commenting or if you've seen Amy commenting, uh, which by the way, we have a new team member. <laughs> um, but anyways, if you've seen them commenting, they're here. So if you all could, I know that we were gonna announce this and launch it and like let everything go during the live. Um, so this was it. Like those of you who are here live, you get to hear it first. Um, if you're hearing it on YouTube close to the time that this is coming out, you get to hear this first. Um, but I say like, let it, let it fly. Um, let's let it public, um, which is wild and crazy. Um, and we've been working on it <laughs> for weeks and weeks and weeks. I should say years. I've actually been working on Lilith for years, for years. Um, so if you're interested in working with Lilith in this way, if any of this coming into true self, if any of this breaking free from the ties that bind, if any of this cultivating the capacity to just create strong, solid boundaries to, to allow for the inner rebel to come out and to be operating in a healthy function and to allow for instinctual self. So I'll go into instinctual self in a minute um, when I'm kind of done just sharing a little bit more about Lilith, but I'll go into instinctual self. I think we've gone into rebel self in a good way and just explained you know, what rebel self does. Um, and then I want to go into instinctual self. That's a little bit of a tougher one. It's a little bit of a uh, more hidden. Instinctual self is innately more hidden. It's more unconscious. It's more hidden. And we oftentimes have less um, access to it via the mind. And we all operate so much in the mind, right? That if we can't like sense it with the brain, it's kind of like, wow, it's really amorphous. It's really tough to figure out. And so just honoring, if you're like, I don't even know what instinctual self is, that's cool. We'll, I'll try to maneuver us um, around and into that. So I invite all of you to check out Lilith. It is a rewilding for women specific. So it's for those who identify primarily as woman. Um, there's a retreat, a five-part retreat, and if that's feeling like, ah, <laughs> there's also an option to just do the first workshop of the five-part retreat. So that's there. There's links here in this video. There's links in YouTube. There's links on our homepage. Those of you who are part of our community, so those of you who are subscribed, you're going to get an email with just some Lilith yumminess in it, um, and you'll get it today. So if you're not subscribed, rewildingforwomen.com, and then you can subscribe to get all of the goodness that we send out in our newsletters. Okay, Whew, that was fun, and feels really good <laughs> to just have <sighs> Lilith out. <clears throat> all right, so let's finish off by talking about instinctual self. Instinctual self to get into that place is having to go beyond mind, beyond mental realm, really into, if I were gonna take us into this energy, this aspect of self, it's really an aspect of self, I would take us into our lower 
area of our bodies. So I would take us into root. I would take us into pelvic bowl, right? I would take us into that area. I wouldn't go above that. If I was going to guide us into an experiential journey with instinctual self, I wouldn't go above that. I would maybe go into like intestines. You can sometimes get into instinctual self through like intestines, like guts of things. So you can kind of sometimes go there, which is a little bit, it's in the pelvis of course, but maybe a little bit above there too. But that's where I would go. And then words that I would use to start bringing us into instinctual self would be it's such a wild thing to translate into words um, but let me give it an attempt so as i share some of these words i'm going to invite you to stay in that area of the body so if you stay in that area of the body and you don't try to comprehend logicalize mentalize things right you stay in that area of the body and you start to feel into words like primal self, primal self, original self, instinctual self, animal self, raw, wild self. That's instinctual self, right? That's even just like a, that's a touch into instinct. Instinctual self is not a mind. It's not, it's not a mind thing. It was like the self that came before the mind was created, right? It's like the embryo of self before the brain even starts to be rewired. But here's a really amazing thing about working with instinctual self. Lots of times you can start to move into instinctual self through, this will sound wild, but it's true, through feminine-based practices through feminine-based practices. So the logical linear doesn't often get us into really deeply embodied places. So if you start to do feminine-based practices, like I'm thinking of Marion Woodman's work, I'm thinking of Clarissa Pinkola Estes' work, which it might drive you fucking bonkers because the way that they get you into instinctual self is a way that is not logical, is not linear. So you'll read the things that they've written and it's myth and it's story and they, they maneuver you around in a way that they're still attempting to get you into instinctual self via words. For me, words are definitely not the best way to get into instinctual self. So for some, you'll be like, I, I'm not even getting this because it's a tough doorway. It's a tough doorway in is through words. It's more um, breath, right? Breath, breath. It's just breath is primal. If you don't breathe, you die, right? Breath is animalistic. Movement, the body, right? You get into like the blood. It's like the blood, the guts of the being. That's instinctual self. Um, so... <clears throat> So when you start to work with instinctual self, right? You start to, and you can work with instinctual self. Like I said, Lilith is a glorious archetype to take us into instinctual self, like raw primal self, um, other practices. So for those doing the 12 weeks, we go in through rebel self and then we just deepen in through the body, through breath, through movement, through all sorts of different modalities and ways in. But when you start to work in instinctual self, you start to do 
the, God, I want to get the right words here because I'm so sick of saying fucking shadow work because it just is like, oh, you say shadow work and it just goes over, over everyone's head. Like, oh, I've heard that a billion times. Bringing the, the unconscious into the conscious. It is like the shit that is puppeteering you through life. This sounds crazy, but just bear with me and feel this. Ever get those experiences where you're like, how do I keep attracting that same energy into my life? How, how do I keep, how, how do I keep sabotaging this? How is it that nothing on my vision board is fucking happening? How is it that every new, and it doesn't have to be like intense, wild things, but it's almost like there's this energy in us and it's the unconscious. It's, it's unconscious. It's not anything that we can wrap our minds around, but it's moving you. This sucks to hear. This super sucks to hear. This fucking sucks to hear. So I hear you if you're pissed off, if you're angry at me, fair enough, because it sucks. It totally sucks. But there is aspects deep, deep, deep within us that are moving us. Aspects. Um, unhealed traumas. Absorbed conditioning from our families blocked emotions, deep-rooted fear of if I'm gonna actually step into my fullness, I will be killed, my babies will be taken away from me, right? There is a big, <laughs> it's the shadow land. It's the, sh look at any Carl Jung work, right? It's dream work, you're interpreting the unconscious. What's there that my conscious thinking, everyday mind can't get to? And part of what instinctual self does is gets you to the deepest, 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 deepest places that are moving us. And what it does, this is fucking amazing. What it does is it brings that, which is hidden in the dark, in the basement, it brings it up to the light. It brings it up and gives it air to breathe. What it is that you do when you're working in instinctual self and you're working in those realms, you are enlightening. You are bringing light to the dark. There's so many sayings around, you've gotta go down to go up, right? You've gotta go down into the dark to go up into the light. So many of us are on this awakening path, this enlightenment path, this becoming more and more conscious or becoming more and more loved or becoming more and more true. What is true self? What is true self? What is true self? Well, those are parts of self. Those are parts of self. They're not to be denied or to be ignored or to be repressed or to be oppressed because they will be operating. They will be operating no matter how tight we put a lid on those, no matter how much we try to avoid our animal nature, it's there. No matter how much we try to avoid our animal nature, it is there, right? And we could, we might be able to put a box or a lid on top of it, but it's going to sneak out. It is going to sneak out. Like how often do you feel women? This is one for you. Women, PMS. There we go. That's one of those, like, I've got a lid on it. Everything is good. And then, when the hormones are in like the perfect 
place in our in our cycle and then wooshka we can't keep the lid on it right we can't primal self comes out instinctual self comes out repressed emotions comes out pissed off dark goddess comes out and it is irrational and it is wild and it is insane now what if what if that wasn't stuck there. What if one, we weren't expending that much energy to keep a fucking lid on it? Do you know how much energy and effort we expend to keep repressed emotions repressed? To keep repressed parts of self down and quiet and behaving and being good? What if, what if there was a better way? What if there was a way that we can access the grace of all of it the grace of all of it what if there was a way that everything that's in that pandora's box everything that we think is not useful not valuable bad girl bad boy blah 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 too much power too sexual too um insane too irrational too illogical what if there was a way that we could lovingly invite all of those parts to integrate into self what if there was a way that we could lovingly invite all of those parts to connect to our heart, to connect to our soul, to connect to the highest energy of self? We call it soul energy, call it spirit self, call it whatever it is, right? What if that was embodied enlightenment? What if, how would your life look if all of those denied, repressed, oppressed parts of self could just be brought in. They could be loved. They could be not bashed, not judged, not criticized, not tucked away in the basement, locked up, trying to forget them. What if we could integrate them? And what if the integration of them shifted them from being traumatic, to an experience that brought us wisdom? What if integrating it brings it from being repressed grief to, wow, there's so much wisdom in my sensitivity. There's so much wisdom in my emotions. There's so much that my body, my emotions are telling me all of the time. And this is amazing. <laughs> Shay, I think these words sum it up. Fucking freedom. That's it. Fucking freedom. Fucking freedom. To me, that sums up rebellious self, rebel self. It sums up Lilith. It sums up the connecting and inviting instinctual self, which by the way is our instincts. It's our instincts. It's our gut feels. Like we talk about being intuitive. We talk about the spidey senses coming online. All of those like beautiful, amazing um, gifts that seem so mystical and miraculous and wild and weird. They're not. They're not that uncommon. They're not that weird. They're not that far away. However, we've got to bring all of it out of Pandora's box and integrate it and let ourselves be that, that potent as human beings. We've barely tapped into our potential. I know for me, I've been working at this stuff for years and years and years. I am barely at my potential. 
barely my potential. The amount of transmission, the amount of, I don't know, foresight, the amount of ability to connect into the all of everything and to read the moment and feel the moment and gift the moment, love the moment, serve the moment with as much purity as possible. I know I'm, I'm not even close to, to the potential that I can be at, right? And so just honoring that, like, fuck, there's so much more. Fucking freedom. <laughs> Wow. Um, so for those of you um, who are here on the live, if you've gotten something out of this and you feel like you want to share a comment around, fuck, this is what I got out of the live. It would be beautiful. I think us sharing like that um, also just gives others an opportunity to read comments and to feel and go, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I've actually missed that part because Sabrina was talking really fast and yelling really loud and she's wearing black. And when she wears black, she's scary. <laughs> that was the thing I forgot at the start was the reference to the black and <laughs> the wearing of black. Um, so for those of you who are maybe on YouTube, if you enjoyed this, if you got something out of it, you can hit the thumbs up, you can subscribe, you can hit the bell to get notifications, you can leave a comment around what you got from this, what was most impactful for you. If you're listening on a podcast, you can leave us a review. That would be amazing. Um, if you're not in our Facebook group, I know those of you here live are, and I fucking love you for it. Um, but if you're not in our Facebook, you can find us. Just search Sabrina Lynn Rewilding and you'll find our Facebook group. And this is where all of these things take um, Tanya, oh yeah, we noticed. <laughs> uh, I'm sure that that's in reference to the black. Um, fucking freedom, Christy, I am so with you. Um, <laughs> okay, uh, wow. So I have so much gratitude for our space, so much gratitude for all of you who show up live, whether this is your first one or your millionth one, so much gratitude for our community on podcasts, our community in YouTube, our community, and so much excitement for those of us who are going into Lilith. So much fucking excitement um, if that journey is calling you and you're going into Lilith, whether it's the workshop or it's the five-part retreat, just sending you massive love for that journey. I'm going to hold a specific energetic space from May 12th to the 18th for it. So Lilith, Black Moon Lilith, which is an astrological point, is perfectly conjunct the sun on May 12th. That's in 12 days from now. That's crazy, right? They're already coming closer and closer and closer and closer. So there could not be for me a better time for Lilith to come out into the world. There could not be for me a better time to hold a space for, for others to journey into Lilith. There could not be a better time for me to journey into Lilith if I was called to do that at this time. Like it doesn't get better than this. Sun represents self. Black Moon Lilith is conjuncting self doors are open. She's wild. She's roaring. She's beautiful. She's crazy gifting. Um, fucking freedom is her. Um, so between the 12th and the 18th, also there is an asteroid Lilith. So asteroid Lilith is conjunct Neptune. So that opens up mystical realms. So that opens up mystical realms, the dream world um, for us. And that happens also on the 12th. She's one degree off of Neptune on the 12th. So between the 12th and the 18th, if you want to journey with us in that energetic container, we'll do things in the Facebook group. I'll do a couple pop-up lives during then and just know that it'll be um, just a, 
just a bit more of a cauldron, a <laughs> little cauldron during that time. Okay, so um, you'll find links to all of that um, below wherever you're watching this or if you're on the podcast listening, just go to rewildingforwomen.com or you can go to this episode. I think it's 128. You can go rewildingforwomen.com forward slash 128 and then you'll find all of the information specific to this. Okay, uh, just a ton of gratitude, a ton of love, and a ton of fucking wildness, rebelliousness, and true, true self, true nature. Just sending you huge love for that journey. All right, ah, I'll see you all where I see you, when I see you, and how I see you. Mwah.